know what their job is because everyone knows what you're doing. It's only smart and only fair that you treat everyone else on that set with respect and know what their job is because everyone has a role in putting this commercial together. It's just that you are the face of that work. That's Jimmy Callahan, an actor who's booked over 70 commercials. He now uses his expertise to teach classes at the Second City and the Green Room Studio in Chicago. And I'm Lee Foster. You're listening to Action, a podcast dedicated to the pursuit of acting excellence. On this episode, Jimmy talks about the who's who of the entire commercial business, from the ad agency to the client to the production company, casting directors, directors, etc. Hope you enjoy it. Hey everybody, this is Jimmy Callahan again, and today we want to talk about the overall commercial industry, who the key players are in the commercial industry, uh, who does what, uh, because it's really important as an actor to have uh, an understanding of who all these people are who put the commercial together um, so that you know what your place is and you also can uh, do an effective job and it looked like you belong in that uh, in the commercial industry. So um, from the from the very top, uh, I'll just I'll just pick some names so that you know uh, you, uh, it'll make a little bit more sense. But uh, you have the client. You have the client who wants to advertise their product. That's what the whole this whole thing is all about. It's just trying to get people to uh, be aware of their product and want to buy their product over somebody else's product. So so let's say um, Coca Cola. Uh, you know, that's, that's the client, and they want to make commercials about their product. Well, uh, for, for, a, for a company as large as Coca-Cola, they're probably going to have a couple different advertising agencies. Um, but let's say for the sake of example, uh, their advertising agency is Leo Burnett in Chicago. And Leo Burnett's responsibility, I'm sure we've all seen Mad Men and all that stuff, but Leo Burnett's responsibility is to pitch them ideas to sell and to and to create. So they might have, they might, Leo Burnett might give them 20 different ideas. They might, they might give them 50 different ideas. Uh, but Coke finally picked that one. Like they, they say, okay, this is the commercial that we want to do. So Leo Burnett then is responsible for hiring someone to actually make that commercial. Um, so like Leo Burnett, they have their producers who are responsible for running their agency and they're in charge of gaining new business and, um, uh, and, and securing new clients. Uh, that would be like the um, the Silver Fox and Mad Men. I can't even think of his name right now. Roger Sterling. So it's mm-hmm. like the producers are like the Roger Sterling. Um, the copywriters are the ones who actually create the, the commercials and, uh, and and write uh, you know write all the scripts and whatnot. Um, so you've got producers on the end. You've got uh, the copywriters, and then they hire a production company in order to create the commercial. And sometimes it's in tandem with the director that they really like, and sometimes uh, the director's hired separately. It just kind of depends. So they'll hire a production company. Let's say they hire uh, um, White House in, uh, in Chicago. Uh, so White House, then they have their producers who are responsible for putting together a commercial. And, uh, and and they're responsible for getting all the personnel that you might need for a commercial. Uh, hiring the director, hiring the, the assistant directors, hiring uh, all the staff, the wardrobe, the, the caterers, uh, anyone who might be on set 
you know, the, the gaffers, everyone involved with lighting, the, the entire crew. So they've got, they have to put everyone in place uh, that they need or who they need to, to put this commercial together. They're going to be hiring uh, some other freelance producers to actually run the show the day of. So you've got all these different producers. You have producers on the, the advertising agency side, on the production company side, and then you have freelance producers um, who are coming in and, and kind of wrangling everybody and doing um, the day work on the day of the shoot. So they got everybody they need to make the commercial except for the people who are actually going to be on the other side of the commercial, uh, the, the other side of the, the camera, rather, and that's you, the actor. Um, how do they get you, the actor? Well, then the production company and the advertising agency um, hire um, a casting director in order to – they've got the script now, and they know they need, you know, these four people for the commercial. The, the, actually, the, uh, the casting directors are going to uh, bid for that business, and then the production company is going to select them based upon – you know, who has the best bid, or, or perhaps if they've worked together before, they might just go ahead and hire them right off the bat. So the casting director is going to be responsible for getting the actors in and auditioning anywhere from a handful to uh, a couple thousand actors for the different roles that they're, they want to be, they want to fill. So the casting director gets a hold of the script, they create breakdowns, uh, all the different characters, uh, who they're trying to fill, and they submit those to, uh, they put a breakdown out to all the uh, talent agencies uh, in the city. Um, that's will we'll say it's in Chicago, but if it's, uh, it, perhaps it could be nationwide, depending on, you know, who the, uh, what, the, what the commercial is, how big it is, um, where it's being shot. So then if you have an agent, your agent's going to see that breakdown and say, oh, hey, uh, you know, we've got we've got people who are right for you know for these uh, these roles, and so they submit maybe like 10, 10, 15 people or so who um, who they think should be able to audition for that commercial. Then the cast director comes back and says, "Okay, hey, uh, I see these 15 people you submitted. We're going to see these five. You have five time slots. So just because your agent." something that you're right for doesn't even mean that you're going to get that audition because the cast director has only a certain amount of spots to um, to audition people because they only have you know a certain amount of time. So um, so that's where your agent comes into play. Um, and then uh, the day of the shoot, let's say that you go, you audition, um, or not the day of the shoot, the, 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 the initial audition. You go and audition. They they really like you. You come back for the uh, the callback. At the callback, it could be there could be just a couple people in the room, could be a lot of people in the room, because um, the uh, the cast director you also I didn't really explain that either. Uh, the casting director you have like the main the owner of the casting company, let's say it's David O'Connor, uh, that's the casting you know uh, agency who they hired to fill this commercial. So you're rarely going to see the head of the casting uh, agency. Um, with two exceptions, Claire Simon's usually in the room, but David O'Connor is probably going to be uh, taking care of office work and, and the business side of stuff. Who you're going to see in the room, though, are, are the other cast directors, uh, sometimes referred to as session runners or session directors, who are actually running the audition. Um, and then in the uh, in the callback, you'll have you know, from the casting director side, the their casting directors and session runners. Um, you might have like an intern running the computer. Uh, checking everyone in, 
the director, he or she, will probably be there. And then you might have uh, some of some connections from the uh, from the agency side and also a couple of the copywriters who love the commercial. You might have production personnel from the production company. Uh, there might be 12 people in the room. There might be one person in the room, and you're doing it simulcast from, uh, you know, for remote location. But it's important to know that all of these people have a very specific job to get this commercial filmed and on air. And you also have a very specific job. The difference is that these people work all the time, almost uh, every day doing this stuff. As an actor, you're obviously not going to get every job that you go out on. But you have to treat it like you do work all the time because they want to see somebody who is professional and knows what they're doing and knows where they fit into the scheme of things because they don't have time to really, like, you know, baby step, you know, people through the process, and they don't want to hire somebody who they're not sure uh, uh, that, they, that he or she can't just do their job the day of the shoot. So especially if you do get hired and you're on the shoot, you know, these people are there. They're on commercial sets all the time. It's not as exciting for them as it is for you because, one, it's their job, their you know, day job, and a lot of not very many people like their day job. But, two, they're not the ones who are up in front of the camera performing, and they're also not going to get potentially like the big payout if this commercial runs uh, for a long time and, and frequently. So you don't want to be the actor who is just, you know, walking around all, you know, like smiling and, and, and acting like, uh, um, you know, the world revolves around them and, and just you, you want to understand, like, what your place is, be professional, and know that you are surrounded by professionals who do this all the time. So you want to act like you do this all the time. And you'll be greatly more respected than a lot of the actors who kind of, they don't know how to behave on set, shall we say. So act like you've been there before. Know who the people are because you want to develop relationships with these people to potentially work with them again. You don't want them to think that you are, uh, well, unprofessional, uh, annoying. Um, you want to know where you're supposed to be, when you're supposed to be there. Uh, pay attention and and treat that job with respect, uh, and you will get repeat work because people are going to like working with you. Um, but you have to know who, the, who these people are, who the players are. Know who, obviously, who the director is. Know who the copywriters are. Um, they created this commercial. Uh, know who the client is because you also want to try to get copies of your work, too. So if you know who the copywriters are, um, they're going to be following through with the edit once this, uh, once they get all the, the footage from the shoot. They're going to be following through with the edit to make sure that the, the spot looks like it's intended. And um, if you get, you know, one of their email addresses or whatever, then you can get a copy of the spot once, once it's cut. Um, it's also good to be able to send a thank you note, like a handwritten thank you note to, um, you know, the casting director, the, the agency, and, uh, and the client. Um, I was just actually speaking with the cast director of Chicago the other night, and she was saying, I was talking about how I tell my students that you don't need to give them gifts, uh, and that's blues. Uh, she said blues is good. Um, but, uh, but how, how a simple thank you note goes so much further than you can expect, because not a lot of people do it, and they really do take that to heart. Like, this, this actor understands how much uh, work is going into it, and they appreciate the opportunity, and they take the time to write out a hand, handwritten thank you note. It goes a long way. So if you, 
if you're smart about this business, treating it like a business and not just, you know, fame, fortune, acting, blah, blah, blah. Treat it like a business. Treat people with respect. Know what their job is because everyone knows what you're doing. It's only smart and only fair that you treat everyone else on that set with respect and know what their job is because everyone has a role in putting this commercial together. It's just that you are the face of that work. There's a lot of work that goes into it, and you are just the one who who finally puts it all together with, like, the bow uh, at the end of the package. Uh, and so it looks all pretty at the end, um, you know, putting uh, wrapping this present together. But there's a lot of stuff that goes into wrapping that present. Right. And there's also, uh, yeah, when, they're, when you're on set, there's a lot of different people doing a lot of different jobs. And sometimes there'll be a whole group of people who are watching every take. And they're like, yep, that, that that's working. Or like, no, we, we want you to stop doing this. That kind of thing, right? I mean, I've had well, that experience. Yeah, the, uh, so uh, during the during the shoot, it's um, more more typical than a typical. They're going to have what they call video village. And so, some, uh, you know, the, the camera on set, the director's probably, you know, by you or whatever. But then the agency, the, so the copywriters, the producers, the clients and their producers, uh, everyone's sitting around what they call video village. If it's on... Uh, if you're on uh, in a studio, it might be in a different room. But if you're on location, uh, let's say that you're, it's you're shooting at somebody's house or something, then they're probably in the garage or they're probably underneath a tent in the front yard uh, in Video Village. Um, and they have all the monitors, and they're watching every take to make sure that they're getting what they want out of this commercial, out of you, your performance. They're making sure that it looks right. They're making sure that, um, uh, that the story that they're trying to convey uh, with with this commercial, with this script, is getting told. Um, so, yeah, but you, I mean, you you got to know that those, who those people are underneath the tent. Maybe you maybe you don't know every single person. Maybe you don't have every single person's name memorized. But at some point, you want to come up to them and like between takes or at lunch, or whatever, and just say, "Hey, everybody, I just want to say thanks for having me on set. You know, I really appreciate it. Uh, you know, hope we have a lot of fun, or whatever." You don't have to be brown nosy. You don't have to be schmoozy. But if going up and just saying, you know, hi, thank you, I'm Jimmy. Uh, I really appreciate you having me on set. Uh, you know, this is going to be a fun, fun spot to do or whatever. That's cool. And then they're probably going to introduce themselves, you know. Uh, or you can say, um, you know, who's with the, I'm sorry, who's with the client and who's with the agency. Um, just so, you, I mean, you can be a little bit proactive. Introduce yourself. Um, a lot of times these people are not going to be extroverted. They're not going to be the types of people who, like, want to be, you know, in front of the camera, want to have the spotlight on them. But they're usually, for the most part, all very nice and and all very appreciative if you treat them with respect and are humble about it. Um, And then, you know, as I said, depending on what happens, you start to develop relationships relationships with people, like maybe work with that same advertising agency again. You know, Uh, it's doubtful that you're going to work with the client again because there's... um, you know, they they already done this spot uh, with you. They're not going to be doing a lot of other uh, commercials. You know, after after that, or like the odds of you getting picked by Coca Cola again to do another Coca Cola commercial are pretty uh, pretty extreme. But you can work with that production company again. You can work with that advertising agency again, especially in a market like Chicago that's big but not so big that you, there aren't uh, uh, you know there, there are like infinite amounts of uh, production companies or um, uh, mm-hmm. advertising agencies. So. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of people on set. You know, the, the crew alone, like you're at, you know, you have potentially like, you know, 30, 50 people who are all just in charge of uh, equipment, 
the crew. You've got the sound guys. You've got wardrobe personnel. You've got hair, makeup. You've got uh, the, the uh, prop staff, art, art staff. Um, you have the, the camera crew. You have, I mean, there's just the people who operate the camera alone. Sometimes there's about, like, five people who are just operating the camera, um, including the director of photography. So there are a lot of players involved, and you're just one of them. So uh, it's important to have an understanding that, you know, the world doesn't revolve around you. Like, everyone, it, it might seem like it goes out, you have all these people coming up to you asking if you need any water or, you know, walk, escorting you over here or, you know, driving over there. But that doesn't mean that you have to take that for granted. That doesn't mean that you um, should act like you deserve that. Just being cool and chill with everybody on set is by far the best thing that you can do. Act like you've been there before. Act like a professional. Um, act like this is your this is your job. That do, do what do whatever it is that got you the job. Whatever it is that got you the callback and got you the role. You got to make sure you better you better do that once the camera's on. But you don't have to be on the entire time when you're on set. Uh, that would be a bad thing. Uh, don't don't feel like you've got to entertain the entire crew. That's going to be it's going to be more harm than good. You don't want to be annoying on set. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of those people. I mean, that happens. There a lot. are a lot of those people. There are a lot of those people. And uh, if you if you aren't one of those people, if you're, let's say that the person who you're doing the commercial with, you know, like who's on who's on camp with you, he or she is one of those types of people who's just you know in everybody's face and like thinks that they you know rule the world and 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 thinks that they're just like really hot shit. You'll see if you if you step back, you'll see a lot of eye rolls. And you'll see a lot of uh, people doing some whispering under the breath, like, you know, get the hell out of here. You, know, yeah. you don't want to be that type of person. You want to be, you just want to be cool, chill, get a copy of the call sheet, because then, you know, if the assistant director, uh, you know, introduces himself in the beginning of the morning or whatever, uh, he's like, hey, my name is Chris, whatever. And then, you know, two hours later, you're working with Chris, but you forget his name, you can refer to the, the call sheet, like, oh, it's Chris. Okay. You know, just so you can call people by their name, because they're going to call you by your name. Uh, yeah. Know, because everyone knows, you know, they have your name and your, uh, not your headshot, but the uh, um, the picture that you took for, for the audition. They've got that. They've got your, uh, they have, like, probably around where the camera are. A camera is the monitor. They've got your name taped up on there, so the director can quickly refer to, to you by name. So, know the players involved. I uh, I just did a commercial for McDonald's. Um had a great time. Uh, the director was really cool, and, um, and we and we worked well together. Afterwards, uh, turns out he was doing this feature film, uh, and uh, asked me to audition for it. If you're just a cool person, you do good work when when you are supposed to. You know, save all your entertaining and all the stuff for uh, for when you're on cameras. Right. Exactly. One thing that I uh, is a constant struggle for everybody, I think, in the world, is trying to remember everybody's name that they meet. And a lot of people say, I'm not good with names, but I'm good with faces. And that is such a cop-out. Because, of course, everybody can remember faces. It's just, like, instinctual. You just recognize faces. Yeah, but it's not easy to remember names. It's not easy for anybody to remember names. It's something that, like, is a skill that you have to develop. And... I'm not great at it, but I'm a hell of a lot better than a lot of people. And here's a couple things, real quick, that I've learned. Number one, if you hear somebody's name, repeat it immediately. Um, if somebody says, like, hey, I'm the AD, my name's Nick, what's your name? Lee. Oh, you go, hey, hey, Nick, nice to meet you, I'm Lee. Yeah, I'm Lee. 
Um, just saying it once, you're 75% more likely to remember it if you just say it once. The other thing is um, listen. A lot of people don't even listen to the name. They're so they're so used to thinking about what they're going to say next that the person says Nick and they don't even they never even heard it. And then yep. the person walks away and you just go, I have no idea what that person's name is. So you have to get in the habit of listening when somebody says their name and then repeating it. And then something that I do that's like semi-effective, I'd say, is I when I go on a job, I have a list on my phone under the reminders app on my iPhone, and it just says names. And then I'll write like, like I just did a job for Meyer. I'll write Meyer, and then I'll write the names of the people that I met. And and if I don't think I'm going to remember exactly who they are, I'll make like a note, like uh, Nathan, photographer, uh, you know, Aaron, front desk, something like that. So, and then I can look back at that if I'm going to go back to Meyer, and I can see who it is. But that call sheet one is is awesome too. That's that's super effective. Yeah, if you can get a copy of a call sheet, that's that's the uh, that's the biggest thing. Because then you know, yeah, if, if you don't have it or you're going, if you're going to an audition and you've never been to that office before, or you've never like auditioned with such and such a cast director before, ask what their name is. And I think I've talked about this in the previous podcast. But ask what their name is, and then write it down when you leave. Just make sure that you don't, so that you you remember that name, so you can start developing a relationship with that person. Yeah, um, you know. And uh, at your point, like, you know, people will say it's tough to remember names or I'm not good with names. That's just because you don't put enough importance in it. That's, that's yeah. bullshit. That's a cop-out. If you saw somebody, if you're, like, a guy and you're into the girl and you're, like, uh, you meet her and you're, like, oh, my God, that girl is so awesome. You think you're going to forget her name? You know, right. like, you, 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 if, you're, if you're really into somebody, if, if you put importance into someone, you are going to know their name, you know, mm-hmm. or or if, if – uh, if you come across somebody, uh, you know, if you come across somebody famous or whatever, you come across somebody who who has a lot of clout, you're going to know, remember the name because you think that they can do something for you, you know. And that's just not that's not very it's not very professional because everyone in this industry has some role, as I said, and however small, everyone in this industry has like some effect on your career. Be it you know, be it really small or, or very large, uh, positive, negative. You want to make sure that you're treating people with respect uh, and, and you're making connections. It's, it's all part of networking, like the other podcast we did. Uh, networking, knowing people's names. I I like what you said about repeating the name. Um, yeah, just have a conversation with the person and you actually use their name. You know, if you you're, you get on set and uh, probably the uh, second AD is going to be um, walking you around or whatever. Tennessee First AD, uh, and they're going to be responsible for getting you in and out of places, you know, hair, makeup, uh, getting breakfast, that sort of thing. So uh, Ryan comes over and introduces himself. Hey, Ryan, Second AD, um, and you say, Hey, Ryan, what's going on, man? Jimmy, how do you, how are you today? You know, where are you from? Actually, talk to that person, treat them like a real person, and like, and get to know details about their life because that's going to help you remember their name, remember who they are, um, and. Uh, and personify them instead of just being just like just another face on set. But but yes, it's it's important, especially you know the the key the key key players like the director, um, uh, some of the agency personnel, the copywriters, the producers. You you have no idea how much talking goes on uh, behind the scenes and and how much um, how incestuous this this whole industry can be. Like who knows who. And, mm-hmm. uh, and and who is referring who and whatnot? 
that everybody talks, you know. And uh, I can't tell you how many different times I've heard uh, things about, like, oh, uh, you know, we had a bad experience with this actor, so blah, blah, blah. And, and they pass that information on. Or, or oh, that guy's awesome, you know. Oh, I love, uh, I love Lee. Or, I love Jimmy. Yeah, they're great. It, because you're, you're acting like a professional, treating people with respect. I can't say it enough. Um, but, yes, you need to if – you, if you think you're bad at names, start to get good at it. You know, you can't just say that uh, uh, you can't use that as a cop-out or an excuse. You know, you yeah. know like the, the most well-respected actors, politicians, uh, you know, any, any sort of celebrity or whatever, you know, those people who are like, oh, my God, he was so nice. He was so nice and, and he remembered my name, you know, or or like, you know, like late night talk show host, whatever, like Stephen Colbert, you better believe that he knows everybody who's working uh, in that building for him and everything, you know, like, right. You can, you can, if you can memorize lines, you can memorize names. So, yeah. especially for an actor, that's, that's a really, really big cop out. We have enough brain power to be able to remember a name. It's just that, yes, you're absolutely correct. People do not, and, and I'm occasionally guilty of this, uh, too. Um, people do not listen when they ask someone's name. Uh, you know, hey, what's your name? And you're, you're about to say the next thing, and you're, and, and so you just kind of tune out. Mm-hmm. Um, if you do do that, immediately, uh, apologize and, and get it again. I'm sorry. Like, tell me your name one more time. Okay, cool. Carrie, Carrie. Good to meet you, Carrie. Um, right. Say it. You know, get get people's names in your head because it's you want to be able to fit into into like your puzzle piece, puzzle puzzle of the commercial. You want to fit your puzzle piece as seamlessly uh, as possible so that there's any uh, you don't they don't trim down any edges to make you fit into this uh, into this production. You know. Let me interject real quick and say story that happened to me last night actually um we had a uh, uh a moon phenomenon that's i guess well not we everybody did um <laughs> i don't know if you caught it but it wasn't local to chicago i'm pretty sure um yeah. but uh i was outside uh with a couple friends we were watching the this eclipse this eclipse happen and uh this guy walks by and i recognized him as being um, a guy who was working on a shoot that I did before I ever lived in Chicago. It was in Chicago, but I was still in Minneapolis, and I drove down or I took the bus or whatever, and I did this shoot for uh, a day here, and then I drove back. And then subsequently, this was, I think the shoot was two or three, yeah, like I said, two or three years ago, and I haven't seen him since, uh, but I knew his name. I knew his name was Michael, and I remembered that. So last night, he comes just walking down the street by himself, and I was like, hey, Michael. And he turned, and immediately he was like, Hey, Lee. And he, so we both remembered each other's names, which was pretty cool. And then it turns out that at the time that I was hired, the company that he was working for had six people. Now they have 45. And they've popped up stores all over Chicago and in like New York and uh, some other places worldwide. And he's the creative director. Okay. So now we're going to grab, he gave me his card. We're going to grab a beer like next week. And yeah. if I hadn't remembered his name, if I was like, hey, hey, weren't you on the shoot that I did? And he'd be like, yeah, Lee, what's up? It's Michael. You know what I mean? It's just, right. It maybe would have worked out, but it's just like, it's so much more effective to just remember the name. It's so, such a powerful, underrated thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, because then uh, they had the feeling that you valued them uh, as much as they valued you and the work that you did. Right. So, yeah, that, that, that's, that's a perfect example of what can happen, what networking can do for you uh, in this business. So, 
perhaps uh, you guys will get together for a beer, and then a couple months down the road, they, they've got a new campaign or whatever, and you are part of it. Uh, right. Or maybe nothing happens. But it's all part of networking. It's all part of putting yourself out there, um, which is the business side of this job, which is absolutely necessary, and you have to know how to do that effectively. The commercial jam that Jimmy runs at the Green Room Studio is an excellent way for veterans to stay sharp and newcomers to get their feet wet. Every week, Jimmy selects a new commercial script to work on, and the jam is treated like a real audition scenario. All actors read from the same script and then get notes as a group while watching playback. Your takes are available to you via download, and it's all just 25 bucks. Sign up at thegreenroomstudio.tv. If you have a question you'd like Jimmy to answer on an upcoming episode, please call 206-424-9368 and leave a message on the podcast voicemail. Hey everyone, if you like this podcast, do me a big favor, go on iTunes and give me a rating and leave a review. Let me know what you think. Thanks.